Hi guys, um, it's been a while since I have recorded or since I recorded a podcast. Um, it's just been a lot, a lot has been going on personally and um, spiritually, uh, physically and all sorts, a lot of things. It's been a very interesting season. I remember speaking to my friend uh, this Sunday that um, the wilderness is, I don't like the wilderness. The wilderness is is really sometimes long and can be dreadful. Um, but again, the worst thing that happens to us sometimes can be the best thing that ever happened to us. I know that sounds a little bit um, unusual, um, but again, the 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 mystery of God um, is that he finds a way to make the worst thing that ever happened to you or that has happened to you most profitable, most um, useful in order for your growth, for your edification, for your realignment, strategic redirection, and just for your health in general. Um, I mean, like beginning of July, I received very, you know, bad news as far as my health is concerned. I've been having a lot of health issues, um, well, thyroid um, challenges for the past three years, and it's been one doctor after another, it's been this and that. It's always been one thing after another, and in July, it was, I think, the cream of the crop when I went as I am on this journey trying to find solution and I go to the doctor and I hear that I had this another I was diagnosed with another yet yet another complication health complication which is you know which is not an easy thing to cope with so I, I was very angry when the doctor said what he said I was very upset I was hurt I felt like God I mean, it's already hard, you know, going through this. It's already hard dealing with these um, um, thyroid symptoms. How much more can I take? Like, if you, I mean, this other diagnosis is just diagnosis. It's just adding on to more pressure, more mental pressure, more physical pressure, more spiritual pressure, more more pressure just in general. Uh, socially more pressure in every way so I for a moment there was a dark cloud that just hovered over me and I I surrendered I allowed myself to feel I allowed myself to be angry I allowed myself to to cry to feel whatever it is that my system was producing in terms of emotions and feelings so i i stayed there i i did not i did not hide i did not pretend it i expressed it i talked about it and then once everything was said and done i went back to the place where i know um, all my solutions come from i went back to the place where where i know to go to when things really get really really rough I went into that space where I I sat with Jesus. I started to create time and opportunity to just spend time with Jesus as my even with my daddy Jesus. Like, you know, God, 
Jesus, this is hard. This is really hard. This is painful. This this makes me angry. This makes me frustrated. So I laid all my frustrations at his feet. I literally started journaling again. I started writing. Um, I started, yeah, writing in in writing in my journal. But this time I was prayer journaling. I was writing letters to Jesus and talking to Jesus daily about how I'm feeling on that day, about my body, the physical. Um, the symptoms and how I'm, my body's responding to it. I started to talk to Jesus, knowing who, how much he cares about the details, knowing how much he cares about what I'm feeling, about the headache, about the, the pain on the knee, about, you know, my, the fatigue, about the insomnia. I started to talk to him about the details. And the more I did that, the more I started to let go, the more I started to release, the more I started to depend and rely on him to fill me up with whatever it is that I needed to get through the day. And it's been so refreshing in the sense that as I, it's, it's been mentally refreshing because I spent a lot of time writing and just, you know, mindful and, and in a quiet space where I'm releasing everything and not bottling things up. It's been so refreshing in the sense that the more I wrote these letters to Jesus, the more I spent time in the Word, praying, no pressure, really just being there and basking in that which Jesus had to offer me every single day, ever since I received that bad news concerning my health. I found new I found a new breath. I found a new direction. I found that every day he had something new for me in terms of um, what to do to, to, to be better, to feel better, um, to just make the most of my day. It has been such an, an a refreshing time. Physically, one would say it's been it's a challenge, but God has been able to just recycle all of those challenges into potential to help me focus on things that really matter, to help me realize how his relationship with me is really important and the most reliable relationship that I have. And it just brought me closer to him and also just to realizing the value of having Jesus in my life and also just the experiencing the nearness of Jesus in the most difficult time and just also not only that but also as I wrote those letters to Jesus I realized how much it's important how important not how much but how important it is for us to come freely before the throne of grace to express ourselves I mean he knows everything anyway he knows how you feel so there is no point in hiding there is no point in being diplomatic there's no point in pretending don't fake it with Jesus be real and this season helped me to be real with Jesus to talk to him about my pain to talk to him about my physical pain emotional frustrations spiritual frustrations mental fatigue all of those things I was able to just like a little girl come to her father and say this is today this is difficult today this was better today this I'm grateful for so I did a lot of journaling I, I wrote a lot of prayers to Jesus I I did a lot of gratitude journaling and believe me it works like I was like oh my gosh I love this stuff this really works because my mood was enhanced my faith was reignited I mean um, that I haven't been to the doctor yet um, I don't even I don't have an official you know clean bill of health as others will put it but I already know I have so much peace in my heart I was sharing with my friend that I have so much peace I have so much 
I, I'm managing the symptoms better than I ever was managing the symptoms. So meaning that when I got the diagnosis, I thought, oh my gosh, this is double trouble. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to handle it. But Jesus took this double trouble and gave me double portion of faith, double portion of courage, double portion of desire to live, desire to spend time with people that are that, that are important, desire to spend time doing things that are important, desire to take my focus away from what is not right or what I feel is not right and focusing on what is right, which is my relationship with him, which is Jesus being enough daily, going to him daily for the sustenance, for the supply of the energy that I need. So what am I saying? As at the beginning of this story of this journey, I thought, oh my God, I don't know if I can handle, you know, another critical health situation. But look at, look at that. Like through this other diagnosis, Jesus has been able to help me find a way to manage the previous challenge that was, um, that I was struggling with. I'm finding ways. I'm not healed completely yet, but I'm finding ways to manage those things that were, were very, very difficult to manage even before I got the second diagnosis. So it's crazy how God can really take a very painful, crazy, nerve-wracking situation and turn it into turn it into potential for growth, potential for strength, potential for edification, and potential just for newness and renewal. So I'm hoping that at the end of this podcast that one of you will be encouraged to be able to say, okay, fine, this has been a very difficult season, but I am going to journal. I'm going to write my letters to Jesus. I'm going to spend time just basking, crying, laughing, whatever it is that you need to do at the feet of Jesus. I'm going to sit still enough to hear what Jesus has in store for me, even in this season. There is purpose in everything that God allows in our lives. Everything that happens to us is either by commission or permission. So if God permitted it, then there is a reason, a very good reason why God permitted it. And, you know, and like the story of Job, right? I also did tap into Job a little bit just to try and understand. And so God is taking, or at least is taking my difficult situation um, and turning it into the most exciting season in my life, giving me a reason to skip a bit, giving me a reason to laugh more, giving me a reason to rest more, giving me a reason to, to hang out with my children more, giving me a reason to do the things that I love more, giving me a reason to to redirect my focus towards those things that are that are really, really fundamentally important in my life and important for me as a believer and also as a mother, as a woman, as a as a servant, as a as a as, as a family member. God is just strengthening me in the most extraordinary way in this difficult season. So I just wanted to share with someone that your worst season could be your best season yet. If you decide not to catastrophize, overthink, meditate on worst case scenarios. I could have meditated on worst case scenarios. I could have thrown very, very long toxic tantrums. But of course I did throw, I did throw tantrums, but mini tantrums. After my tantrums, I went back to what I know works, which is the word, prayer, and spending time in the presence of God, journaling, resting, deep breathing, and doing, you know, like this... Um, uh, 
um, steaming, doing everything that I know that will help me mentally, spiritually, physically, and laughing a lot and really finding opportunities to laugh, finding opportunities to spend time in nature. All of those things rebuild your spiritual immune system. They rebuild your mental immune system. They rebuild your, your physical immune system. So I would encourage you, yes, you, the wilderness is do happen in life. In this world, you will have tribulation, John 16, 33. But behold, I have overcome the world. If you decide to hold on to the overcomer, if you decide to shift your focus on how can I progress even in this season, how can I progress even in the midst of this trial, you are going to see that God doesn't run out of resources. He doesn't run out of ideas. He doesn't run out of opportunity. He doesn't run out of, of ways to be able to take what the enemy intended for evil to turn it for good. I literally can say that God is working all things out together for my good. I know it. I really do know it. And I can feel it in my heart, in my spirit. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I wake up with pain. God tells me what to do to be able to handle that pain even naturally. And sometimes I have to take supplements, whatever it is, you are not going to hear it if you are going to allow the noise of the circumstances to overtake your life. So what am I? what are some action steps that you can take? Number one, feel whatever you are feeling. Express it. Acknowledge it. Don't deny it. If you're angry, acknowledge that you're angry. If you're hurting, acknowledge that you're hurting. If you are sad, acknowledge that you are sad and take all of those things to Jesus because he's the only one that is omnipotent. He's the only one that is supernatural. So he has a supernatural ability to be able to take all of those emotions, all of those feelings, all of those, everything that you're experiencing, the pain, physical, mental, spiritual, he knows what to do with it because he has a solution for everything. So take those to the Lord in prayer journal, you know, turn, turn that into a prayer journal, write a letter to Jesus, express your heart to him and be still enough to be able to hear him supply you with whatever it is that you need. You know, don't just zip into that space and zip out. No, just say, you know what, this is my self-care moment and I'm going to prioritize spiritual self-care. That means that I'm going to be still in the presence of Jesus and allow him to do in my life, in this season, what he only can do. And he is good at fixing problems. Only if we create a conducive environment for him to give us the tools on how to manage that situation, how to manage that season. So you will either sink or swim. I would rather swim with Jesus than sink and sink in my distress and despair and all of these worldly troubles. So what am I saying? Number one, you feel everything. Acknowledge what you're feeling. And then number two, surrender it to Jesus. How? By creating time and opportunity for you to be still at the feet of Jesus, for you to be able to express yourself freely, for you to be able to just be to be able to hear as well. So sit still, write, get your journal, write your prayer, your letter to Jesus, if you will. Talk to Jesus if that's what you prefer. And do write in your journal how you are feeling. Let it all out, put it on paper. And then, you know, express what you are grateful for, even in that moment. Find things that you're grateful for, even in the wilderness, so that you can start to rebuild your immune system internally. And then number three, you just take care of yourself. 
every day commit to doing something, even if it's a small thing, that will communicate to self that you care about self, that your life is still worth living, that things are going to be okay. Whether it's going for a walk in nature, do that for yourself alone. Switch off your phone. I try to leave my phone at home and just to be present in that moment. Breathe in or do your deep breathing exercises or do your steaming, whatever it is that you need to do, or do your facial scrub, you know, or drink cucumber juice, whatever it is that you feel you need to do that day to feel better or to communicate to self that you love self, that you, your life is worth living. Spend time with somebody you love, call somebody that you care about, do find something. So surrender, acknowledge how you feel, surrender it to the Lord in prayer during your moment of stillness and journal, journal, journal. And then the third thing, do something to communicate to self that you matter, your body matters. So yes, your life, is God, the family, and you know, um, and self, but self in, in, in doing self, let it be something that says my life is fun. Let it be something that says my life is beautiful. Let it be something that says my life is filled with reasons to celebrate, enjoy, and to stay alive. My life is filled with reason is filled with things that I need that I need to invest in in order for me to be able to see the value and the quality of my life. I hope I'm making sense. I feel like I'm rambling, but I'm sure somebody will get something out of this. And then the fourth thing to do is to take care of yourself, sleep enough, you know, sleep hygiene, change your sleep routine. If you sleep late, start sleeping early so that you can, your body can recoup and recover. There's a lot that happens when you are sleeping. So don't take sleep for granted. And then after that, in the mornings, if you can do your back and neck exercises, there's a lot on YouTube. Do that. Do your back and neck exercises just to kind of, you know, detox your internal organs, just to kind of be in that place of flexibility. So find ways to recover, recover spiritually, recover spiritually recover physically recover mentally find ways to recover and that wisdom you can get from God I remember how the Holy Spirit just revealed to me to start taking cayenne pepper putting cayenne pepper in water and lemon juice for the pain on my knee and literally it was working not only that but it also boosted my energy to be able to overcome the fatigue that comes with this hypothyroidism so you know what God has solutions, but we will not find the solution if we don't stay still enough at his feet to be able to hear him, to be able to allow him to lead us. If we don't rest enough, if we don't create a conducive environment for the Holy Spirit to minister to us concerning those things that we are experiencing or going through, if we don't stay still enough in the wilderness season, the wilderness will consume us. We will sink and we will not swim. Right? So choose not to sink, but to swim. And Jesus is standing there waiting for you. And he's saying, here, come. Here's a solution. Here is a, here is a, a direction. Here is a, um, um, whatever it is that you need to come out of your, uh, your wilderness season. So look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. Feel 
pray, spend time in the word, journal, and then also take care of yourself. Do those things that communicate love, appreciation, and joy. Laugh a lot. Watch comedies that obviously clean and not dirty stuff. You know, find things in your, in your environment that communicate life so that the wilderness doesn't consume you. So there is purpose the wilderness can be purposeful if you allow it. So I would like to close with this verse. One of my favorite verses is in Psalm 34 um, from verse 17 to, um, to 20. It says, the righteous cry out. I love that. The righteous cry out. They don't fake it out. They cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them from all of their troubles. Can you imagine that? So when we cry out, the Lord hears and he delivers. And the deliverance will come if we are still enough to be able to acknowledge that this is God delivering me. This is how God wants me to, this is what God wants me to do in order for me to be delivered. Oh, this God has already delivered me because the noise in my mind is silenced enough for me to be able to hear the, the deliverance or to feel the deliverance or to behold the deliverance. And then verse 17, it says, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. The Lord is near to people like Anna who are experiencing troubles, physical troubles or health troubles in July. And, you know, and the Lord is near, the Bible says, and then save such as have a contrite spirit. And verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. You see, I love how the Bible is so real. He said, you will have a lot of afflictions, financial afflictions, marital afflictions, physical afflictions, health afflictions academic afflictions, spiritual afflictions, whatever afflictions, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him, delivers him out of them all. And verse 20, he guards all his bones. Can you imagine? He guards all of your bones. He guards your marriage. He guards your finances. He guards your academics. He guards your family members. Even in the midst of this Corona pandemic, he guards all of it in his own way. He's the Bible says he guards all his bones and not one of them is broken yes though outwardly sometimes you might feel like you're wasting away but inwardly spiritually supernaturally god finds a way to renew us he to find a, finds a way to renew us physically renew our circumstances renew our position renew whatever it is that needs to be renewed so what am i saying don't waste your wilderness experience find god in the wilderness the bible says in jeremiah 29 13 you will seek me and you will find me if you seek me with your whole heart so create a conducive environment for you to be able to seek the lord with your whole heart then you are going to be able to navigate or surf through life circumstances knowing that you are not alone knowing that there is purpose in this pain there is purpose in this wilderness there is purpose in everything that god permits so I hope that your wilderness experience will be fruitful and beneficial for your growth. I hope that you will not sink but swim. Focus on Jesus. Express your, yourself. Write what you're feeling. Write what you're, about what you're grateful for. Talk to Jesus. Be still enough to hear him talk back because God, oh, this is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. So once you have spoken, then be still enough to hear. Cultivate and pray for a spirit of discernment in order to hear where God is leading you in Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Find moments of stillness every single day and try to tap into God. What are you saying to me today about this? What do you want me to do? 
about this situation and also just find even if it's just a small thing in that day to be grateful for and take care of yourself sorry sleep and make time for for self-love as in caring for your body doing something nice that communicate that you are loved cared for and appreciated by self from self to self do that when you do that when you do these simple steps you will see that every single day in the wilderness can be actually a fruitful day so the wilderness doesn't have to be dreadful face the dread when it comes face the despair when it comes face the pain when it comes face whatever you need to face but face it in Jesus with Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit it doesn't just happen you can wallow in self-pity for 50 days or you can wallow for five minutes and then spend the rest of the other hours just praising God, seeking his face and hearing what he wants you to do and what you want you to focus on. There is growth in the wilderness, but we will only grow if we focus on Jesus. I hope this helps someone today. So I'm just going to quickly pray before I, I finish. Father Almighty, King of Glory. Your word is true and is truth. So we thank you for Psalm 34, verse 17 to 20. We thank you, Jehovah God, that when we cry out to you for help, that you hear and you save us from all of our troubles. We thank you, Jehovah God, that you work all things out together for good. Even in the wilderness, you are there, Father God. Even in the storm, you are there, Heavenly Father. Teach us to recognize your voice. Teach us to see you in the storm. Teach us to know, Jehovah God, that no matter what, you are always the fourth man in the fire as you were with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego when they were thrown in the fairy furnace by Nebuchadnezzar. Father God, I trust and I believe that even now, Lord, that you walk with us. And today, Father God, we declare that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will surely rejoice and be glad in it no matter what is happening in us, around us and before us, behind us, beside us. You are with us, you surround us and your your, your angels encamp us around us as you promised in Psalm 91. So we tap into your peace today, Father. We tap into joy. We tap into gratitude today, Jehovah God. Gratitude that in you we live, we move and have our being. And therefore, because you are omnipotent, you are omniscient, you're omnipresent, we have no reason to fear because you are with us. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing us. Thank you for loving us completely. Amen.